You're listening to My Enneagram Life, episode number seven. It's not about the destination, it's about the journey. I'm sure you've heard this a million times, but have you actually sat down to think about what that actually means? Have you ever worked so hard toward a goal, and then when you get there, it kind of feels unfulfilling? So you get to your goal weight, and then all of a sudden, it's not low enough, or high enough for that matter. You worked so hard for the position in your job that you waited for so long, and then when you get there, it's just another job, and nothing like you thought it'd be. The reason why we are feeling unfulfilled in our end result is because we are not taking in every step of the way and finding purpose in the journey. The Bible says, I have come so that you may have life and have life more abundantly. John 10, 10, even the Lord wants to bless our journey and wants us to have a fulfilled life. Not to say it will always be easy, but this life is full of opportunity and abundance. Although Enneagram 4s are in the past orientation, they find meaning in everything. And this is something we can really learn from them. Today we're talking about how making the journey toward your goal can actually be more fulfilling than reaching your goal and what you can learn from Enneagram type fours. Hey, my name is Stephanie Smith, and I'm just your typical Enneagram 3, obsessed with becoming the best version of myself and teaching you everything I've learned along the way. I'll be your biggest hype girl to find your purpose, joy, and who you are through the Enneagram. Here we will cover how to apply the Enneagram to your life, real life stories of relationships through the Enneagram, and how to be the best you. I know life is super busy, but I truly believe that self-development starts with knowing who you are. So thanks for bringing me along for the ride. This is My Enneagram Life. Studies show that your brain actually releases more dopamine in the pursuit of your goal than actually achieving your goal. We always think, when I have the beautiful house, or I get the dream job, or I have the perfect relationship, then I'll be happy. But in reality, oftentimes these things are unfulfilling when we actually get to the end goal when we are not loving the journey. Think about it. If you are so focused on the outcome, how fun will getting there be? Probably not that fun. This right here is the key. If we skip this, then we will never feel fulfilled or find purpose in anything we do. In order for us to train our brains to release that dopamine so we can feel good about our journey and the goals that we set, we need to set little mini goals along the way. This will keep us from being discouraged and show us to love the journey along the way. So if you can train your brain to have a little party when you reach that mini goal, you will find fulfillment in that goal. So when I first started working in my direct sales company, I had a goal to earn a free car. And that sounds like a pretty big goal, right? Well, it was. And the tasks I had to do each day were a bit daunting. I talked to my coach about my goals and I knew exactly what I needed to do every single day. If I really wanted this car, I had to get up and work for it every single day. And sometimes it felt like I wasn't even moving toward my goal. But I would get out and meet new people. I would book appointments. And for anyone that knows me, they know that I hate talking on the phone and do everything necessary to reach this goal. And little did I know that I was training my brain to celebrate the little things instead of just reaching the goal. With every new team member I got, I remember being so excited and every order I would just about jump out of my seat. I loved the mini goals I had set for myself that would add up to my big goal. And when the time came, of course, I was ecstatic to pick up a brand new free car that I worked so hard for. 
But the thing is, the journey was the fun part. Putting in the work and stretching myself every single day to work toward my goal was more fulfilling than just driving around a brand new free car. Like I said before, fours are quite good at this since they find meaning in everything. And it also helps that they are not looking toward the future, looking for the next best thing. They're in the past orientation. If they are to stand still in their goal, they might take the situation in and tie it to an emotion and find meaning in it. Healthy fours are willing to reveal highly personal and potentially shameful things about themselves because they are determined to understand the truth of their experience so that they can discover who they are and come to terms with their emotional history. This ability enables force to endure suffering with a quiet strength. Their familiarity with their own darker nature makes it easier for them to process painful experiences that might overwhelm other types. This is something we can really learn from force. When we are not achieving as fast as we would like, or when hard times come, which they will, we need to train ourselves to take in every moment, find the good in it, and see how we can improve. So where in your life are you having to exercise patience through enduring hard times? You thought you might be further along in your life or in your goals. Having patience to keep working toward your goals is what will get you to the finish line. Think about it this way. In 1960s and the early 70s, Stanford University put on an experiment. They had these children sit in separate rooms and gave them a marshmallow. They told them they could eat it right away, but if they waited a short while, then they could have two. This was to test their patience and self-control. They followed these children for many years after and found that the kids that had patience to wait for the second marshmallow actually had better jobs, better relationships, better academic scores, higher incomes, and better physical health. Sometimes life is a waiting game. We need to have the patience to keep going even when we're not seeing any results. So let's talk about systems. Systems are the trick to setting mini goals and feeling fulfilled in each accomplished task. So take running for an example. Instead of just looking at the big picture of finishing the race, set little goals along the way. 26.2 miles seems like a very daunting task if you haven't ran more than three miles, or even if you have for that matter. But by having tangible steps in a system in place, you can check off your progress and see where you're progressing through your training. You will feel as though you're already succeeding even though you haven't even started the race. So your steps and mini goals might look like finding a training program, finding the trail or path that you're going to train on, what time of the day are you going to train, run your first three miles, And each step of the way, you are making progress to get to that finish line. Each step you take will make you feel more accomplished. And the more steps you take, the more confident you will feel in achieving your goal. And these don't have to be huge goals that you're working towards, like running a marathon. So when I go for runs on a treadmill, I keep track of my distance by quarter miles. Every time I get to a quarter mile, I reward myself by bumping up the speed a notch. Without even trying, I feel more energy because I made it to my little goal each quarter mile. A dopamine hit is released in that moment of celebration and that is what keeps me going. And by the end of the run, sometimes it feels better to reach those quarter miles than it does finishing the entire run. But something I've noticed in myself and others is that when we are so focused 
on the journey and totally forgetting about the goal, sometimes we don't finish. There's a balance we need to have here in this journey. Enjoy each step of the way, but at the same time, stay uncomfortable in the journey. Once you start settling, you become complacent. And when we are complacent, we never reach our goal or fulfillment. I mean, think about it. Have you ever started a diet or a workout plan with a number or a picture as the end result? You stay disciplined for a couple of weeks and maybe even a couple months and start to see progress. Your hopes are up and you are so excited. For the first time in years, you are staying committed to yourself. Your confidence is growing because you have had the integrity to do what you said you would do. And you're about to hit your goal weight. And then all of a sudden, you're satisfied with the number you're at now. You're getting comfortable with where you're at because you have seen progress along the way, even though you haven't crossed the finish line yet. You say, wow, I'm looking great. I guess I don't really need to lose those few extra pounds. Well, yes, it's fantastic that you are comfortable in your own skin and feeling confident again. But in that moment we settle, we are giving up. On our journey, I want you to remember to stay uncomfortable. Our society is so caught up in homeostasis, getting back to the comfortable, staying safe. You know, in the caveman days, they had to listen to their instincts. If there was a bear coming, it was crucial for them to be uncomfortable. So they were aware of what's going on and they could move if needed. We are so comfortable with where we are at and striving to get back to finding that place of peace that sometimes we get stuck. If we aren't growing and changing, we aren't becoming the best version of ourselves. Being uncomfortable on our journey through life is a good thing. It's the thing that will push us to be better. And if you're listening to this podcast, I can only assume you are someone who wants to be better. So remember, enjoy every moment on this journey. Set mini goals so you feel accomplished and fulfilled when you reach those goals. Thanks for listening to my Enneagram life. If you liked this podcast, share it with a friend and subscribe so you never miss out. And I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy that you're tuning into the show. If you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was or your biggest takeaway by taking a screenshot of this episode and tagging me on your story at my Enneagram life so I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me motivated to keep creating new content for you and gives me some insight of what you want to hear more of. And it's a great way to share something your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you on Instagram. And remember, keep working toward becoming the best version of yourself. I'll see you next week.